When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Get nice and comfortable. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So Are you comfortable? Alone. Um, no. you this? So we have some surprises that that happened during the show. The ceiling will drop at any moment. Like a fun house? Yeah, this is a fun house. Wow. When I bought it, it was a fun house. That was part of my thing. I said I wanted to buy a fun house. Speaking of fun house, yeah. On the next corner from your house, one street over <laughs> on the corner, mm-hmm. there is the house where they filmed it. Yeah, it is. It's like a rotten. It's disgusting. Abandoned. It's not disgust. It's like cool. It's like a haunted house. You should see the guy that lives there. Oh, there's a guy there, like a Boo Radley type guy. He looks like uh, he looks like he worked in finance for thirty years and dedicated his entire life to a job. And then when he was done, he just sits in his house all day. Long. Wow. I yeah. Love, you're lucky. Yeah. You know, yeah. That that raises your property value when you have a haunted house, like an authentic one. Yeah, a real one. That raises. That probably upped your pad. Probably, I bet about eighty, ninety k. I was going to say 80 or 90 bucks yeah. max, really. K, no, K, 100, K. What's thousand. K mean? What does K mean? Thousand, 80,000. Why would K mean thousand? That's just financial talk. Yeah. What does it mean? Why, it means, do we, why does K mean thousand? It's like how in Germany, right? Mm-hmm. A W is a V and a V is a W. So K is Qualthand. Qualthand. So 40 Qualthand. 40 Qualthand. Because thousand is a German word right? Thousand. that went through the Thai language, and you get quauthand. Quauthand. So, so 50K, 100K. 100 quauthand. Did you think you are going to learn something like this quickly <laughs> in your podcast? No. And I'm glad I did, Within man. two minutes, I, I probably you, learned you something. You really did teach us. Uh, the whole audience is learning now. Should I introduce you? Uh, yeah. I don't uh, know that, that it doesn't matter. Necessary. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, but. I'm going to do it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Harlan Williams teaching me about uh, Qualthand. About one Qualthand. Dude, I... I Okay. We're, we work together at the store. Yeah. But I'm a huge fan. I've always loved your thank shit. Thank you. Thank you. You work now so much in voice. Like, you do so much. I mean, you, I think you feel... I feel like you've always done voice stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you do a, a shit... You do more than I ever... I, like, I looked it up. I was like, I wonder how many cartoons you've done <laughs> do you know how many you've done no but take take a guess you know oh yeah uh three quauthand you're less than a quauthand okay you're less than one quauthand oh so that brings us into the gundrits the gundrit yeah you're you're around the gundrit four gundrit less than four gundrit oh that might bring us into the the ilties yeah you're an ilty uh fortly you're about sorgly ilty yeah, you're sorgly ilty. You're close. <laughs> wow. That's really good. Do you feel good about it? Wow, yeah. I didn't realize. No, do you really know? Yeah. What is it? 46. Get lost. Yeah. No, I made that up. I have no idea, but I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> if it was that much. Oh, man. It's I been thought... a lot. 
yeah i've i've been, I've been uh, fortunate to do some really cool voice stuff man yeah it's it's do you like is it is it one of those things where you go out of your way to try to do them or people just love your voice and they're like you i want you to do them I never tried to do it. No, it just it was one of those things where uh, people came to me and yeah. uh, it wasn't even on my radar. And then uh, all of a sudden, this, I got asked to do some. And then uh, and then uh, I got a voice agent and I, I never really pursued it because I was so busy. But every now and then they'd be like, hey, somebody's got a thing for you. And right. so, so it's not something that I really super actively uh, pursue, but... But you do it all the time now. I've been, I've just been lucky. Yeah, what's the, that, what's the most fun one that you think you've done? Uh, fun one. I did one that was really fun, but challenging. It was called Ned's Newt. Ned's Nude or Newt? Newt. And it was N -E -N -E about, a, it was yeah. about a new, a kid had a newt. And when he, uh, when he was alone with it, it became this big giant newt. And then it um, it was kind of like Robin Williams in Aladdin. It just morphed into different characters oh, that's cool. every line. So one line I'd be doing Groucho Marx. The next line I'd be doing Faye Ray. The next line I'd be doing Alfred Hitchcock. Whoa. Then I'd be doing a British guy and a and a, a woman, a man, an old man. Jerry Seinfeld. Like I had to. Every line was was new, and we did about a hundred episodes. So. I, I just kind of busted my chops in the voice world doing that show because I had to do like 8 million voices. That's fucking nuts. It was, it was pretty intense. Did you know going into it that, that that's what no. it was going to be? No, they just threw no, it on you. I had no idea. Like, we I love got... your voice, but we're going to make you do a thousand other voices. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, a thousand. A thousand other voices. Thousand, yeah, yeah, I apologize. Yeah. yeah. A thousand other voices. Good catch. Because, I, because I've seen some of the... Uh, like, I, I know some of the things that you've done and some of the things when I looked up, I was like, I wonder how much... It was some things I've like you. There's so much shit out there, cartoon-wise, animation that no one knows about unless yeah. you're have a kid or you're in that world. Yeah. And then you know that shit all the time. Otherwise, there's stuff that like, you know, massively recognizable. But I had no idea there's like that many fucking animated shows that just get out there and go for a long, like a super long time. There's shows on there. Like I was looking up, there was a what was the name of that show? And it was like nine years. It was on the air. And I, I couldn't fucking, I was like, how come I've never, how do oh. I never heard of that stuff? But I mean, it's got to be on either Nickelodeon or yeah. a fucking network that I'm never going to watch. Yeah. You know? Well, Unless I know it's you, you, then I'll watch it. You'll I'll watch a kid's yeah. show with I'll, me on it? I'll watch a sexy show with you <laughs> on it, dude. I'll watch a sexy kid's oh, show. Oh, no. That's, I wouldn't want you to. I, I do. feel bad. No, you I shouldn't feel, feel bad. bad. I want to support. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm big into supporting. Well, I think one of the funnest, mo mo most memorable moments I had was I was a guest on, I did a guest voice on an episode of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That's and it, fun. And it was when Casey Kasem was alive. Casey Kasem. Right. So he did the voice of Shaggy. Right. So I was in the room with all the voice that we, usually you do it alone, but we were, I, I got to go in with all of them and I got to see Casey Kasem go, zoinks, zoinks. You know how That's Shaggy awesome. used to, yeah. I was just like, that, that made it for me. His, vo his voice to me is so, uh, people, some people don't even know who Casey Kasem is, but uh, he, he, he was a, um, I guess he was like, uh, what would kids today get? What would be the parallel for Casey Kasem was kind of like, Ryan Seacrest of the radio world. Yeah, that's right. That's probably that's, the closest. That's perfect. Yeah, that's probably close. Yeah. He was in everything. He was. He, I, I remember hearing his voice constantly as a kid. I feel like he was. Yeah. He did fucking everything under the sun. Yeah. But he had this very like, it's Casey. It's the top forty, Casey yeah. Kasem. Yeah. It was like this very programmed. 
It was like kind of when you'd go to journalism school and you take a class on how to sound on the radio. They they mock these old uh, these old rhythms that these guys had for so long, and it's like, and they all did that. And he was like the best at that. He was great. He was amazing. Actually, you know what I did yesterday? We we took a walk in the neighborhood and. Bob Hope's old house is over here. Oh. And it just resold for like $15 million. Wow. Yeah, and I broke in um, and I robbed the place. <laughs> yeah. What, what'd you get? I got, uh, there's a bunch of old statues, like a bunch of old, really weird statues of other Hollywood elitists. You know, there's a Frank Sinatra. It's all, it's all nude statues. It's an nude. old Sinatra nude statue. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, buddy Marble guy. or? No, no. Granite? He, granite, yeah, solid wow. granite. I just threw it over my back and I took it for a walk. Sinatra? Yep, Sinatra. He's in the living room here. Wow. Yeah, I'm a collector more than anything oh, wow. else. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I saw him in a parking lot once. Frank here. Sinatra? No, uh, Bob, Bob Hope. Hope. Yeah. I was right up, right around he, down this way. There's a, there's a, a little um, strip mall, mm-hmm. and there was a Pioneer Chicken, and a, and a like a Walgreens drugstore. Yeah. And I pulled in, and all of a sudden, I was sitting there in the parking lot, and a car pulled up beside me, and I looked, and it was this young girl, probably his daughter, and then there was Bob Hope sitting in the wow. in the car, just really old and yeah, he was really old. Shriveled. I feel like he was always old. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how you know how some celebrities look like they were always old? Yeah, like he looked always old. Yeah. I guess I like Carson was like that for me. Like I didn't really know Carson as a young man, so all I knew was Johnny Carson looked like an older guy. Yeah, because he, he had the gray hair. Yeah, and he just yeah. was. He, I think, like some guys, you know, like the image of someone that you'll always remember will be one specific point in time, right? Like Sammy Davis Jr. will always be remembered as this one image that you probably have in your head. You know? Yeah. Same thing with Sinatra. Nobody remembers Sinatra as an older looking guy. Yeah. You just remember him as that cool, debonair, young dude. Because old Frank Sinatra didn't look so good. Yeah, I saw Sinatra live when he was kind of in that mid thing. Like, not when he was on his way out, though. Mm, uh, Probably, like, let's see. Okay, so I saw Sinatra live in the 80s. Yeah, that was probably in his latter half of his career when he was like... Was he a little chubby? He was a little chubby and yeah. going ball. I saw him at the Riviera in Vegas. I'll never forget it. He had a big, he was doing a song. Yeah. He was like, and then in the middle of the song, he grabbed a glass that was on the thing. And he's like, luck be a lady tonight. I love booze. <laughs> and then he just, he just said that. And then went right back into his song. He just held it up and said, I love booze. And then took a swig and put it back. It was so good. <laughs> It was great. That's so awesome. It was amazing. That's when you just, he doesn't give a fuck. That's yeah. when you, I think you just don't yeah. fuck it. Like Don Rickles was like that too. I mean, Don Rickles always didn't give a fuck, but the more stuff I watch of him at the, at the, in the later parts of his career, yeah. he gave such a little fuck. I think he kind of wanted enemies a little bit. You know, when he would do oh, interviews wow. sometimes, he would just kind of be mean. And it was, it's funny, it's his way, yeah. but it's also so like, fuck you, I'm Don Rickles. Yeah. I'm going to be this way yeah. because I can. You, like, you have a very... Um, whether or not it's true, you have a sunny disposition. You know, like, I always feel like you're always in a good mood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you ever fucking... Are you ever in a shitty mood? Because I've never seen you not smiling. Oh, thanks, man. That's a good uh, thing, right? Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I give thanks that I'm, I, I'm... I'm, for the most part, in a good mood. Yeah. Do you hide it when you are bummed? Like, if you have to go do shows, do you just fucking no, push it away? No, I, I actually... It sounds strange, but I, I I like it when I'm in a like if I happen to be in a funk or I'm or I'm mad about something or I get depressed. I 
I actually like like to take that on stage because really, I don't set my energy when I go on stage. My my disposition is preset. So if I'm feeling down or angry, or I bring that right with me and let it pull me. Wow. And it's uh, it's it's really exciting because a lot of times some of the shows where I've not been feeling in a good mood or I was mad about something and I've brought that on stage of it's just it, it it's like uh, opening a new door in your head when you're performing you, it's kind of like when people uh, have a drink or they smoke weed or something before that like that's your your crack is letting the emotions just happen as they may yeah I just I don't I don't challenge them and I just I let them I let them permeate into the act and I let them kind of steer the ship and it it takes me in very interesting places so yeah I don't normally go on stage like that normally I'm happy and excited but if something does happen I I, I actually kind of I go oh man I gotta work tonight but then I go oh, oh I'm bringing this up you know and I, I know it's gonna yeah it's gonna do something different that I haven't done before well, because you you improv a not a lot, but a, an okay amount on stage. Like you like yeah. to improv on stage. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So you, when you do like, see, I find, and I've gone through different waves in my career of like, where sometimes when I am in a bad mood, if I don't do jokes, yeah, my improv is going to be pretty negative. Cause I can yeah. have a really, uh, I don't know how to phrase it. Like I, I, peop, I have a personality that sometimes it seems like I'm more angry than I am okay. when somebody's like, yeah, I'm not, but I'm not that mad. But yeah. if I'm not feeling well, and then I go on stage and I bring any of that to them, it I can feel them going, "Ooh, he's like a mean guy. That's like an angry something's wrong. He's like angry and mean." That's great. You have to hide. <laughs> no, yeah, but sometimes it backfires. Like fucking last week, there was this blacked out asshole in the front row of the main room, and Delia, Chris Delia had said, uh, uh, um, he was like, "Oh, be careful. There's a table of fucking drunk jagoffs in the front, and they're talking so much." Yeah. He's like, "They're an inch away from getting thrown out." By the way, um. Crystal Lee is my arch enemy. You do know that, right? Oh. My fans and I, we call him Chip Stellano. I hate him. I hate his guts. Hate his and gut, I want yeah. everyone to fucking burn him down. I hate him. I want him gone wow. off the earth. Yeah. 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 One of my closest friends, but I really don't, I don't want him around. Have you ever heard all. of a magazine called Soldier of Fortune? No. What is it? Look it up, but there's a little area in the back, like one ads where okay. you can okay. maybe clean this yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got clean it. clean this up. Yeah. I can take care of chips if I need to, bitch. That's for Chris, you bitch. Anyway, he get he was said something nice to me, and he was like, "Go out there and kill it. They're gonna be shitty uh, in the front row. Just ignore them." Yeah. And of course, I go out there and I'm in a little bit of a shitty mood, like a little bit already in my yeah. head, and I'm like, "Okay, just get away from it." I'm having a good set, and this guy fucking stands up, like I mean, full and raises his glass. He's like, "You're funny, man." I was like, "What?" And he's like, "You got something to say. You're funny, and, and like you have something to say." And the room is silent because they're like, "What is that?" Is he trying to be funny or is he yeah. on something? And usually I know how to handle it, but I was annoyed and angry. So I just was so fucking mean. And it was, oh, it was, were, yeah. it was too mean that it wasn't funny anymore. Oh, you know, wow, yeah. I was just cruel to him. And then yeah. the crowd was like, Ooh, that's like a, you're a mean guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's this weird balance of like, when you're fucking around with somebody, yeah. you have to still exude this, like, I'm kidding. But for me, yeah. it was like, I want to hit you in the fucking head with a, with a baseball bat. And I meant it. Like, I really wanted to knock him out with a, a blunt object and hurt him. Because my anger gets the best of me sometimes. And that's a good exercise for you because the challenge in the future is to thread that anger yeah. and come across as that guy, but also 
find that thin line where you're still the audience is still on your side. Yeah, you want them on your team. I I, I usually I usually just I know how to handle it after all these years of do of that kind of asshole. Yeah. And once in a great while they get the best of you, and I'm like, God damn it, he's yeah. gonna make me look like I'm the bad guy now. But he's the bad guy for standing yeah. up and being an, an asshole in the middle of a show and interrupting in the middle of my joke. But then I look like the fucking jerk because I'm like belittling him because I have all the power. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you automatically look like a, a, a fucking asshole. Like you automatically are like, oh, well, this guy's a, he's just mean just because he, he's being too mean to this guy. He could have just let it go. You know, an exercise might be for you to try is instead of. You really want me to exercise, by the way. I do. I do. <laughs> But try this next time. Instead of going after them, just yeah. express your feelings of how you feel real on tough. stage. That's real tough. Yeah, and just like, you know, like, like, tell him what how he's making you feel, but not like a wussy, but, but just be so honest that it, the audience can never hate you for being a hundred percent honest. And and in opening that door you'll find a lot of really good comedy where you'll be able to dismantle him without yeah touching the anger but you're still going to get across everything you're feeling that you're angry about right without expressing the actual anger. the problem is my honesty is real anger oh i see that's good <laughs> that's the issue that's is the that viking I, blood yeah huh? when a guy does that i'm like i want to fucking kick you in the head as hard as i can wow and like, i just mean it you're I a warrior yeah that, well that's good then i'm glad you let that out <laughs> yeah the audience did like they it didn't they were like, like it this guy's uncomfortable i just usually i just skip over it i just look away and i don't i, I just i you a lot of times when people talk at shows i just pretend like i didn't hear it at all yeah yeah and it's wonderful it's almost like they're so annoyed that they got shut down they're like oh, i can't believe i didn't get what i wanted it's really yeah, nice. Yeah. It's like a disappointed child. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, wow, I didn't get anything at all. And they just sit down in there. And I think they sulk in the idea that they've they've made a bad mistake. So usually I do yeah. the right thing. You know, usually you do the right thing. I see you handle fucking rowdy crowds and annoying crowds. You usually triumph pretty, uh, pretty gloriously. Uh, but I mean, your biggest flaw that we all talk about at the club is that your tendency to get nude is not in this climate. I figured it would stop at this point. Um. Well, but you taking off your pants, I don't think is a nice thing to do. And I don't think it's appropriate. Um, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's fine. This <laughs> is, uh, you know, the nineties, I did it. This is not the nineties. No, but this is, oh, in the nineties when you later. started doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is 20 years later. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think we've all got skin underneath, right? Might as well show it. I'm not ashamed of nudity. Okay. Yeah. Are you, you know, are you, would you, if somebody said, hey, I'm throwing a private event, I want you to come do stand up and do completely naked, <laughs> would you do it? If it was a good amount of money? If they're like, I just want you to do it naked, would you do that for them? Well, I actually have a real story if you want me to tell you. Give it, yeah. So, uh, when I was just getting started, when I think it was about 25, I went, I'd been doing. Where did you start, by the way? In Toronto. You started in Canada? Yeah. And then, uh, I was doing it about a year, and then I went over to Australia um, for about four months just to, you know, wander. Yeah, to be free. Yeah, and I ended up in Sydney, and I went to the comedy store in Sydney, downtown Sydney, and they Australia. have a comedy store as well, that's right. And I went up on amateur night, and I did like five minutes. And then when I got off stage, the owners asked me to headline for two weeks. And I was like, okay. Really? Yeah, it Holy was pretty shit. wild. Yeah. 
And so, and so uh, I think it was my third night on stage. I, I finished my act, and this beautiful girl came up to me with her boyfriend. She was like, oh, you are so bloody funny. Would you like to play at our club? And I said, when? And she goes, oh, we could do it next Thursday. And I was like, okay. She goes, uh, here's 40 bucks for the cab ride. Here's the address, and we'll pay you like $400 for 20 minutes. And I was like, damn, wow, this just keeps getting better, right? Yeah, when you first start, that's that's incredible. Yeah, so I the next Thursday, I got in a cab, and she asked me at like an 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, okay, and I... I get in a cab and you know, I'm driving through the city streets and all of a sudden we come to like a, a giant office building like the one in Die Hard, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Nakatomi Towers. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> and we get out and it's, it's like a ghost town, right? There's, it's just like empty streets. It's, I'm in right. the central business district. So I walk in and... Security guards open the door, and I get in the elevator, and it's right at the top, right? So I go all the way up, and the elevator opens, and it's purple neon glowing everywhere, oh, right? Oh, shit. And all of a sudden, from around the corner, this beautiful woman, like, just appears. Like, she just came. She goes, hello, love. And I look, and she's literally wearing leather straps, like this covering her nipples and her like like a spaghetti strap uh, yeah, bathing suit just, just yeah leather straps and i'm like what the hell's good she goes come on in and i said what is this place she goes it's a sex club and i said what she goes would you mind taking your clothes off and i go what i said no i'm not taking what is this she goes well would you at least put on this bathrobe you know and so she i put on a bathrobe over my clothes yeah and I, she, she gave me a tour, and she was like, this is the hot tub area, this is the orgy room, this is the S&M room, and there's the <laughs> stage you're going to be doing the show on. And then we went and sat down, and then her boyfriend came and sat beside us, and then another nude couple came, and they were just eat, the man was eating nachos, and his girlfriend was like giving him a hand job under the table. What? I'm, I'm just sitting there like, what's going on? Naked and, nachos while getting jerked off? Yeah pretty fun though and i ended up doing the damn show i did 20 minutes in a bathroom and i got the hell out wait you did it with your clothes on underneath or yeah you? yeah okay good yeah i was just like wait you didn't want to stay you weren't i curious? was too scared i was 25 i didn't know the ways God, of the world i was 25 i'd have been like this is my heaven oh man i was kind of petrified to be honest but it was were I, people having sex while you were on stage uh, or did everyone stop and come into the main they area? They kind of stopped to come in, but they're all naked. They had to be naked, and they were like, it was just so, it was like, it's like you know that old saying, if you want to be funny, picture everyone naked? Well, yeah. it was like the opposite. They were all naked, and I was Picturing in you. a bathroom like Mr. Howell from Gilligan's <laughs> Island. It was ridiculous. Penny. What was her name? What was that? Lover. 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 That's incredible. Yeah. And they gave you the cash and they were like, they, right, the, they couldn't have been nicer. But then they asked me if I wanted to hang out. I was just like, nope. I was just, I was too scared. I was, See, I, I would have stayed at least just to check it. I would, I would want to, even if I didn't fuck, I would have just watched the orgy room would have been great. I want to just see an orgy room. You hear about that. And yeah. I just want to know what, I just want to see it. Yeah. It just was, sit back and eat some nachos. It was, <laughs> it was, nachos. it was odd, man. So that was, yeah. how much time did you spend in Australia thereafter? You were there or that's, that's already three weeks that you're there, right? Yeah, so I was there. I, I went to Australia for uh, I went to Australia for three and a half months, and then I did a week in New Zealand and a week in Fiji. Damn, and it was totally unplanned. 
Yeah, well, I planned it. I, I went. No, I mean in the sense like you didn't know how long you were going to stay. I knew I was going to stay for uh, four months, but I, I didn't oh. really know where I was going. I just thought sure. I'll start in Sydney and then I'll just bounce around motor and wander and it was like kind of planes trains and automobiles and wow. walking and trains and hitchhiking and have you ever done that since have you gone to another of a place and stayed for a long time and just kind of jumped around not like that where i just kind of wandered you know yeah. I, I mean i've done tons of road trips in other places where i've just kind of meandered but this one was really like bare bones like yeah I, one one day i walked like nine miles you know another you know I just never knew when I woke up where where I was going or how I was getting there. But that's that was awesome. the point. Yeah. yeah. That's what you can do when you're 25. Yeah. That kind of stuff is so wonderful, man. I feel yeah. like that you can only do that so many times. I did, we, I've done that a few times of just like we flew into we flew into Italy. We were I was oh, go, I nice. was in England going to school and then we flew into Italy one night. Yeah. And we got in it. It was the only flight we could afford and we got in at one in the morning. And yeah. the ho the hostel whatever it was it was like a hostel like a shared space they were closed and one oh. of their rules was you had to be there by 11 p.m or they locked the doors oh wow uh for safety reasons like or whatever so we slept outside we just we had oranges and cigarettes and we slept outside but it was one of the most fun nights of my life why would you sleep outside when you could have slept in the coliseum that's a big area it was in venice no it's in rome the coliseum's in rome we were in venice yeah but the why oh, the Coliseum's in Rome. Yeah. So we should have. Oh, we yeah. I got what you're saying. So we landed in Venice, and we should have. Should have walked to Rome. Got down to Rome. How did we not get to? Nice we should have gone to Rome and just slept outside in the Coliseum. No, in it. It's, it's not covered. You know that, right? What? Yeah, it's not covered. They oh, took off. They took the off that roof. Year, yeah, took off years ago. Oh shoot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then you made the right play. See? Yeah. We did the right nice thing. Nice play, Shakespeare. <laughs> they say Rome wasn't built in a day. Do you know that that's, that's not true? It was. They finished in just under a day. It's 22.6 hours. Really? Yeah, you could look it up. It's wow. just so weird that they say that Rome wasn't built. It's almost like condescending yeah. to the guys that built it in, yeah. a, in a day. Their that's, whole thing that's a was... a slap in the face. Well, I think it was politics more than anything, yeah. you know? And it was the ancient aliens that built Rome anyway. You believe in that, right? I do, yeah. The aliens built all that shit. Pyramids, aliens. Well... I've who's been... lugging up that much? Who's lugging that around? Impossible. <laughs> Yeah, I've been in the pyramids and I've been in the Colosseum, and I don't know that it looks like alien handiwork. No, no. Why not? I don't know. It just it feels it feels very uh, terrestrial to me. What what is alien handiwork? Alien handiwork has a sheen to it and a and a glow. It kind of it it's luminescent and it like it the Eiffel Tower. A, and it makes a noise like it hums. It's like. The whole time? Yeah, there's just a little silent. Wow. And the like Colosseum only had, the only the only noises I could hear were the silent, agonized screams of ghosts of people <sighs> being ripped apart by lions. And and the pyramids had uh, the haunting sound of uh, hollow eye sockets from mummies twisting in the night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think when they were wrapping up those mummy, wrapping people in that, and mummifying people, that what if they ran out of wrap early and they were like, "Fuck!" Yeah. If they just didn't, they, just they, like all wrap but a leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, like, that, "Shit, we thought. Do you? I thought you yeah, were supposed to get. Did yeah. you not count the yards of? That's, you fucked up. Well, yeah. he's gonna have a leg out. Yeah, and they would just make it so that the the. They would just make it so they would close the bottom. Oh, that's bad packaging. And they just left the tops open so all you could see is the top. I wonder if they made a mummy nowadays if they'd put those pink 
foam peanuts in with the wrapping first. Yeah, you'd put those just in. Just to keep it. Yeah, keep it uh, from shifting around. Yeah. Yeah, packing, bean- packing peanuts. Or bubble wrap. Bubble wrap would, would be funny. bubble wrap a mummy? How funny would it be to have bubble wrap in your coffin? That would be so fucking oh, funny. that'd be great. And one would just pop from the weight at the funeral and scare yeah, everybody. Oh, that'd be great. Yes. <laughs> Where when you when you when it's your time to say goodnight, yeah. do you want to be cremated or put underground? I want to be taxidermied. Oh, because I don't want to be forgotten. I think right. I think it's sad that we contribute in this world and we're entities and we yeah. we do things and we create and then when it's done, we're pretty much eradicated from history. Yeah. Right? We're burnt or we or we decompose. Mm-hmm. And that's you're either ashes or your powder and and I think you know we'll taxidermy a fox or a grizzly bear yeah but why don't I get to see you taxidermy why can't I go in your parents hallway when I go to visit at Christmas and you're just there like a polar bear like you know one of those animal poses like ah but that's they, their natural state. So we would be in our natural state. You'd be holding a microphone. Or bowling. Bowling. A you bowling love bowling. Pose, hanging over the fireplace in a bowling pose. I guess I guess that's a good idea. But I think that we taxidermy things because they we kill them. We kill them. So they kill them. They're proud of the kill. So somebody would have to kill you and then... Not really. Some people taxidermy their pets, like their cats and their dogs. Yeah, but they, they, they have to kill them for that to happen. You know that. They can't die naturally. Like I'm planning on choking my dog and then so I can taxidermy You can taxidermy yeah, But see, to. I would love to have like, you know, and you don't have to say yes right now. Think about it. But yes. If, okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'd love to have you, you know, like in the corner <laughs> of my living room. <laughs> You'd want me. Like just, you know, maybe you have your hand out like this with a beer in it or whatever, a whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then at parties, I can actually put a real bottle in your hand and then maybe we can, you know manipulate your arm so that it goes like like put a little battery and then you're just standing there (laughs) like wouldn't that be great and everyone say who's the red headed freak and then then i tell the story of of that's that's the santino and then when i pour my mouth is open but it's your voice that goes say welcome to the party go ahead welcome to the party that'd be so great yeah that'd be so great or even like hey gang we could you know shut the party down and then we have a tape recorder in your back and you do some of your old bits oh that's fun and see what i mean already you're light you're getting i really like lighting it. up because i, I want to now you're not people. gone i don't go to a graveyard a depressing graveyard look at an old stone that says here lies, here lies big red or big whatever red, yeah. it, it says Instead, you're at like a Hollywood Hills party, pouring like booze and telling your jokes. And people are probably drunks are probably putting cigarettes in your mouth and putting them out of my head. your hair. Yeah, girls are grabbing your your fresh beef. Is my like, and now is my penis still intact? Yeah. Oh, you got a taxidermied penis. So it's hard then. It's ro- It's it's. But I want a taxidermied rock hard. I want to get a hard. That's enough. that's the great thing. You can have whatever you want. You could be taxidermied mm-hmm. with an erection, and then it becomes a coat rack too for the party. Right. Or and for people, you know, they could hang purses. Someone to do pull ups on. Someone to hang pull up on midget, to. Midget. If there's a midget there that wants to do a pull up. Brad Williams. Yeah. And he would come over to your house and he would do a pull up on my penis. Or it could even be a tap like like those old water pumps. Like people could go like that, and Guinness could come out of your mouth. It could be a, a yeah, a beer tap would be really cool. Or out of my ass. That that's funny because you put the cup in the back. We could have that frozen ice cream, the swirly like oh, the yeah, a fro, uh, soft serve. Ass swirl. Ass ass serve. Ass serve. Soft yeah. ass serve. Soft ass serve and Guinness, dude. 
that's awesome. See already, isn't this great? Like you, I think you're still I, being useful. Yep. You're still there. There's your likeness. There's your image. It's your real skin. Yeah, it's my real. No actual, bubble wrap. No right. no gauze. It's your real petrified skin. Your Hannibal Lecter style skin. It's who I really am. And people are gonna remember you. They're still gonna laugh. They're gonna have fun. You're gonna be in this pose. And if you if you want, we can even get like. Can have add-ons. You know, some of the taxidermies, you'll see a bobcat, and there'll be like a baby deer jumping. Yeah. We could have like a baby deer jumping in front of you, or another comedian. We could have another comic. Maybe or the Brad Williams, the midget. Maybe it'll be Brad. Yeah, he could be like diving away, and you could have your My, teeth out. Like I'm gonna eat him. So it'll be like an action taxidermy death scene it'll, for you. Actually, it'll be me bringing up the next comic to the stage. So I'll be shaking the hand of the next comic about to come onto the stage. Right. Well, yeah. Like I'm bringing them into the afterlife to party with me. That's true. Or I know you're very sexual. Maybe you could have mm -hmm. an inter intercourse taxidermy. Like you with... Just uh, me having sex uh, with another taxidermy Like a baby body. deer or... Oh, a, oh an animal. Or a bobcat. Or if you want if you want a dead, a dead actress. How about uh, Famous, Ethel Merman? You're plowing Ethel Merman older. in the corner. Let's go older. Phyllis Diller? Phyllis Diller would be great. You could be 69ing <laughs> Phyllis Diller in the corner. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I Me mean, and Lucille Ball. Yeah, dude. Lucille Ball leg wrapped around my head, and I'm buried in, in her bush. And yeah. her arms are backwards. She's flying off. Now you're getting it. Wow. Do you See? have enough room for this in your house? Like, you it have a place? Have to, it doesn't even have to be my house. It could be your parents' house. It could be your brothers and sisters, your wife, when you leave her behind. Yeah, when I... Okay. Because she's going to want to remember you, probably. But not with the... Not probably with the Lucille Ball thing. That that who probably. knows? I've heard she's kind of kinky. She's a kink. Yeah, she's kinky. She's so kinky. Why, she's kinky. why suppress her fantasies? Yeah, you're right. I guess I shouldn't. Shouldn't be selfish in death. We sh we should really start taxiderming people. Now, how much do we think this would cost? Really, honestly, who cares? That's it's right. for eternity. It's, That's right. It's your last payment. Money doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's the last think time you're going to spend. So let's say you spend six thousand on a funeral. Six. Funerals aren't cheap. Six. Six six six. Six. Kowalsand, Kowalsand, so six, six Kowalsand, Kowalsand. So a, a funeral costs six to ten k. A low rent funeral, sure. So a, I'm sure a taxidermy job. How how tall are you? Six one. Yeah, I, I bet you're about a seven and a half quay. Seven and a half quay. So it's about one, about one point one, one point two quay per yeah per foot. And the, the other good thing is, I know you've always told me you hate the color of your eyes. You could yep. get blue eyes. You can yep. get any color eyes. I know you've always said your, your eyes always hate bother my eyes. you. Hate my eyes. A girl once told me they look like dirty lake water. Yeah. That stuck with me for the rest of my life. I always thought they looked like tobacco sauce. Or what? How's they, how do you say it? Tabasco? Tabasco sauce uh, mixed with uh, beef gravy. Can I tell you, tobacco sauce sounds actually more accurate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not when someone spits. <laughs> spits yeah. yeah. My eyes are the color of tobacco, uh, tobacco sauce. But, dude, I think, you know, taxidermied. And now that we're talking about it as buds, yeah. who's to say we couldn't have a scene together with some trees, fake trees, okay. or some rocks with a speaker in it? And me and you, like, just standing there, you know, like the Hall of Presidents, but we're comedians. But, but we're comedi the Hall of comedi Comedic Presidents. Yeah. Who would make the cut, though, with us? It'd be me. It'd be you. you uh, it'd be uh, who the other biggest. We got to have some of the biggest Chris names. Chris hmm. What? Okay, what, fine. Did I say fine. something wrong? <laughs> what? I just said Chris yeah. He's a comedian. Don't say his name. I don't, I don't like that guy. CD. Perfect. So we have CD. Sounds like a disease. I have CD. 
They diagnosed me with CD last month. Oh. Yeah. I every. See what I did there? OCD. OCD. They yeah. diagnosed me with OCD. Yeah. You still got any CDs at your house? I do. What do you got? Someone just sent me two of them, and I didn't have the heart to say. So a friend of mine up in Canada does like road managing. She manages yeah. rock bands. Say hi. She's probably listening. And Aunt May, hi. And uh, <laughs> she she was she she emailed me and she said, oh no, I saw her on Facebook. She says, oh, I'm going out with Lee Aaron. She's this really beautiful, sexy, like great Canadian rock singer. Love it, Lee Aaron. So she was on the road with her. So I t I texted her on Facebook and I said, uh, hey. I see you're with Lee. Tell her I said, hi, she's great. I love her. And she goes, oh, do you want me to send you some of her latest CDs? <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to say, what? What Ds? Like, you just said yes without the so only... So I, I, I just, I didn't want to have heard her. So I just said, yes. Oh, yes, please. So like last week in the mail, I got three CDs from Lee Aaron. And I'm just like, I'll never be able to hear these. What are you going to do with them? I don't know. Make something of them. Make something of those CDs. Maybe I could put them on my taxidermied eyes and people think I'm an owl boy. Or you're holding them. Yeah. Like these will never go out of style. Yeah. Or you're maybe I could put, as to be retro, and we put a CD player in my chest so that when people come to you know the house, you press the button, my right tit slides out. Ooh. No, it's one of those flat ones where it goes, boo, so it goes around my areoli. Oh, it spins that spins. way. Or I could have two areoli CDs. So you could have two discs running at the same time. Fuck me tender in the nuts. You can say anything you want okay. on this podcast, but uh, fuck me tender in the nuts? Is that what you're going to no, say? No, in the night. In the in night. night. Yeah, I like it at night. Why? You're not a daytime guy? I like owl sex. Have you ever, ooh, ooh, have ooh. You ever uh, climbed up a tree and face plowed an owl? I've never fucked an owl. You will. I'm young. Yeah, I you still got, got time. You got time, bro. You, you got trees in the yard. I saw. Some. If I climb one of these trees, though, it's usually because I'm I'm pe I'm peeping Tom. I've been peeping Tom on my neighbor. Really? What's he look like? He's like six two, six three, pretty muscular. Wow. Um, he has no legs though, which is really strange. He oh, gets around wow. just by, he does handstand. He walks on his hands. You like nubbins? I know that I about I'm you. I'm Mr. Nubbins. I'm you Mr. Nubbins. Wow. So I just watch him change. Oh, uh, dude, what? Can I come over tonight? Is yeah. That, is there room up there for another one? Of course, I've got. I put two chairs up there. Just in case oh, a pal wanted to come over. What kind of tree? Do you know? It's a, a walnut. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's strong. So you got that scent. It's beautiful. And you're watching some nubbins. Yeah, I'm watching Mr. Nubbins. It actually, it's quick, so you got to come over because the changing is really just a shirt. So he's really not, there's no, there's nothing else. No pants, no socks, no underwear. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm down. If, if you do want it, well, you'll be up. We'll be up in the tree. You okay. won't be down at all. You'll be up. Okay. And you'll be in a great mood. Yeah, I usually I'm do that right before I go do comedy, right before I go do sex. Great. I watch him change. Nubbins in the sunset. Uh, we call it Nubbins and Dusk. Is the Nubbins and Dusk. Yeah, I got a date at Nubbins, Nubbins and Dusk, which is the name of the restaurant that I think we should open up, Nubbins oh, and Dusk. Oh, yeah? What will we serve? Uh, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of like, um, you know. Uh, turkey legs? Turkey. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, we would just be demeaning towards Nubbins. You know, it'd be all legs. <laughs> it'd be all the legs of animals. <laughs> Just legs. Just legs. Legs only. Just legs. Just chicken legs, turkey legs. It'll be all only legs. <laughs> In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you in part by ExpressVPN. If you believe that you're not getting snooped on, if you don't think somebody's hunting down for your data, data, whatever they say, and the nudes on your phone, trust me, they are. Someone is trying to find all your good, dirty little secrets on your phone. 
And uh, this is one way to stop them. Go to expressvpn.com. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash whiskey for a three-month free trial with a one-year package. Uh, ExpressVPN is incredible, man. It runs in the background of your computer or your phone. You just use the internet like you always do. Uh, connect it. You're protected. Um, it's less than 7 bucks a month. I mean, come on. Don't you want peace of mind? For $7 a month, you can make sure that your internet is safe. Who wouldn't want to do that? I don't want all my nudes of me and Ibiza getting leaked all over the web, so I use ExpressVPN. Helps me stay protected from all the hackers and Big Brother and internet companies and the government. I'm trying to steal my information and sell it, man. I'm not into that. So do me a favor. Go to expressvpn.com slash whiskey. Get yourself a three-month trial. That's expressvpn.com slash whiskey to enjoy a little bit more safety. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is also brought to you by Bombas. Bombas. B-O-M-B-A-S. Socks. Bomba socks, man. These are so cool. Listen, I threw away a bunch of socks as soon as I got these because they were so comfortable. And it's back to school time, kiddos. You got to get your feet in something dope in case you got to take your shoes off in gym class and show everybody. You don't want to show off dirty white socks. You know, you want something cool with a pattern on it. Back when I was in school, everybody had garbage white socks with those colored tops, you know, blue and red stripes. This is more creative now, although I think they have those socks. <laughs> but it's way more creative. It's way more comfortable. These socks are awesome. They have low cut, no show, knee high. They got it all, baby. Go to bombas.com slash whiskey. Get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash whiskey for 20% off. And get you and your kiddos in some comfy little feet cushions before you slide them into those new kicks when you go back to school. Go get yourself some Bombas, baby. Thank me later. Ginger. I like gingers. I love you. I really do. You're a wonderful brain. <laughs> do, you think, do you think comedy in your head came from your family or just was it like was your par- were your parents did they have a great sense of humor uh i think in my lineage there's a great sense you know irish my my grandfather yes. was probably the funny guy in my family but my my family surprisingly um th- they love to laugh they have a great sense but they're surprisingly sure. kind of not they're a little like jokey and funny uh they're a little like uh maybe maybe conservative Sto- they're stoic, stoic yeah, yeah. They're, but they're they're great laughers they love to laugh but they're not like they i don't think they have like kind of a the the, the sense of humor that somehow i got what, I what do you think what do you think it is what do you attribute it to I have no idea, man. Really, nothing. There was actually like... probably just a god, really, because I think anyone who can make people laugh is is a gift. Yeah, like I, I do believe that, and I think if you have a gift, you give thanks to God. You know? Yeah, gotta so, be, so. or whatever it is you believe in. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever universal thing you believe in. Yeah. Well, because like, uh, I like half of the comics I asked when they were a kid what made them funny, because I always used to, I, I like to try to find out what do you think was the thing that started the funny for you. And a lot of people have the same thing. They go, oh, I was the funniest guy that anybody knew in the neighborhood or the funniest guy oh. in class or, yeah. or or I was really fucking awkward and weird and that's how I handled being uncomfortable in situations. Uh, mine was family. My family was... Oh, yeah. I was funny, but my family just... Oh, you're lucky. Everything was a joke. Like, oh, that's great. My, and were they actually, even though they were jokes, were they funny with the jokes? My grandfather was the funniest oh, dude I knew. Oh, that's the best. So like, it, it just always kind of had like... um. Everybody took the piss out of everything. Like That's I, I, great. I don't think I'm jealous to hear. Yeah, that. it wasn't that serious. Like, I, and I, how big was the family? My mom's one of ten, so fucking oh, huge. Oh, yeah. wow, you're so and lucky. Everyone's everyone was kind of a uh, 
oh fucking who cares attitude you know like let it go it's a, yeah. we would shit on almost everything <laughs> oh you're so lucky that's, because it, that's it just kind beautiful. of fu- well it fueled my love of like um i s- satire i think i think satirical stuff to me is it just when you're able to mock stuff and and make fun of <laughs> You know, like punching up is always the funniest thing yeah. in the world to me. When anybody punches up, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think punching down is not really fun. That's why I said with, with the guy when I got mad, when I was like, I, made, yeah. I demeaned him. It made me angry. I was like, I shouldn't have gone there. Yeah, but, yeah. But pu- always punching up, always making fun of those that have, is always funny. That's why I think, mm, who said it? I don't know what comic, Rock or somebody like that said, when comics get money, uh, it can be a bad thing. Not always, but it can kind of disconnect you a little bit from the reality of what you what you used to make fun of, you know? Oh, I Most see. comics make fun of upstairs, you know? They're like this upstairs, downstairs. Some of the greatest comedic movies are based on Animal House and Caddyshack and all these movies are based on mocking the haves, the have-nots right. mocking the yeah, haves, you know? Yeah, that's true to a degree, but... Not always. It's yeah. not always. But it just has... Comedy lies in the, uh, in the world of mocking what... Mocking what makes you uncomfortable, usually, you know, or yeah. mocking what like, you know, mocking what you, what you find to be ridiculous, whatever yeah. that is. Like, oh, that's so silly that you would fucking, that people do that, that we yeah. have to kind of shit on it, you know? Yeah, that's, that's part of it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's, I don't think, it, I don't know if it's the, it's the only thing, but I think for me, that was always like uh, making fun of the have stuff was always the funniest to me because I never, you know. Yeah, we didn't grow up with a ton of money, and not that we were poor, but it just that was the easiest thing to make fun of. Were you a rich kid? Uh, no, no. Nope. I mean, Did we were we were okay. My parents, I think, had money, but they weren't. They were uh, frugal. They didn't. They didn't. Mm. Uh, they weren't good at giving out the money to the kids. They made they made us really work for everything, like really hard. How many kids? Uh, five of us. Uh, yeah. How many boys? None. Just me. You're the only boy. Two younger sisters, two older sisters. Wow. You're the only boy. Yeah. The prince. (laughs) Yeah. The young little prince Harland. Le petit prince. Le petit prince. And here he comes into the room. Yeah. Little Harland. (laughs) Do you speak French? I did, yeah. You I, have to, right, in that part of Canada. You don't well, have to. Well, yeah, and I'm French Canadian too, so I. Oh, I, you're born in Quebec. No, but my my on my mother's side, French Canadian, uh, and my and Irish, and on my dad's side, Welsh. And Do they hate Americans, the French Canadians? No, they don't. No, that's okay. a myth. That all the all the hostility and animosity. Oh, Canadians hate. They, they don't. I, that never. Not I, Canadians, but for some, but French Canadians. I feel like they're. Totally different from most Canadians that French I French Canadians are a little more like sassy. They're a little more, a little more like attitude, a little more, um, you know, sensitive maybe. But it's yeah. it's not uh, it's not in a bad way. They they don't sit around and say they hate, you know, America or anything like that. No, you do though. I have heard you say that. <laughs> no, often. no, no. How, and when did you move to the states? I moved here in uh, I think it was eighty. Uh, 80- 87, I think. And you're specifically the illegal aliens that Donald Trump is trying to stop from coming in. Me? People, people like you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> people like you. These Canadians that jumped the wall. I actually had to go through the whole process, man. It was... It was. Uh, it sucks, huh? Well, it didn't suck, but it was just it was just the way, you know? Yeah. And, and, and what's, what's disheartening is to see that myself and millions of other people went through all the 
you know, all the procedures, the mm-hmm. money, the waiting, the wondering, hiring an immigration lawyer. Like, yeah, it, it's not an easy process to come down here, even doing it the right way. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's it takes a lot of time, a lot of money when you're just getting going in life. Like I had to use a big part of the only savings I had to get the a, an immigration lawyer and get the documentation started. And then, and then now you kind of see, oh, you can just dance across, and you don't need anything. If you, you know? dance, if you walk across, you they just, they will stop you. But if you dance yeah, across, you dance. they tend to let you go. Yeah, it's you, just, if you got good enough moves. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. It is crazy. I have you a lot of like Canadian a bit of friends. a chump, you know, that that you did it the right way. Well, why did I do all this when I could when I didn't have to? Uh, you're protected now. Yeah. No, That's I'm glad I did it, but it's just yeah. it's just it's just a weird out-of-whack system as evident from everything that's going Fucking on. Fucking yeah. You're still a Canadian, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm dual. Oh, yeah. dual, Mr. Yeah. Dual. Yeah, I got that's two. That's cool, dude. Yeah, thanks. Two passports is cool. Two-pack, bro. Yeah. Two passport people are cool. When I see them, I'm always like, that's very fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have an American passport. What do you have, Irish? No, I have nothing. They oh, just really? they just know who I am when I they show just up. They just know. <laughs> they just got finger. You're just a fingerprint. They guy. see me and they go, "Whoa, whoa, he's here." That guy. And they escort me aside. They, go, Mr. Santino, I welcome, welcome. Wow. Yeah. Wherever I go, really, I've never not. I've I've been let into every country always. I went to Egypt last year and they let me right in. They, they did. They, they gave me a separate. Yeah, they saw me in line. They said, "Mr. Santino's Send here." Man. Yeah. They Send pulled me in. aside and they said, "Where are we going?" I said, "We're going to the pyramids. I want to hear the hum. I want to hear the alien." Did you hum. go? I did, man. What did you at, think? Sat atop the pyramids. I think they're fake. I think it's made up. <laughs> and the government made it up. Really? Phony, 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 phony. Really? Yeah. They've been feeding us these lies. <laughs> you know the moon is a fucking... Have you heard about the moon being... Uh, it's a painting? <laughs> no. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> I feel like all this... St- it's just that the more I grow, the more I find about all this stuff. You know the streets are paved with gold? You know that phrase? The streets are, aren't, yeah. aren't paved with gold? They were actually paved with gold. Where? Here in Los Angeles, originally, yeah. Like filaments or what? No, no, no. Gold, gold, gold. Pure, carat pure gold. sheets of gold. Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean? Yeah, they just, well, they were paving the streets of gold and, you know, people started stealing it, obviously. <laughs> and it was, you know, every day they would lay down new a new a new block and someone would steal it. I don't think there's enough gold on the planet to Not anymore. Yeah. Now that it's been stolen. Oh, my God. It's fucking insane, man. These people were stealing wow. the streets. Yeah. Whack-a-mole. That's what it was. It was, wow. it was whack-a-mole, man. Wow. They would catch them, kill them, and then they'd pave the same street the next day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it just seems super inefficient, but that's really what the city of Los Angeles did. That is heavy, bro. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot about L.A. that I think I could, I could teach you a ton of stuff. You know how they say that we don't have a water source? Yeah. That's not true. This whole city literally sits on top of a lake. An yep. underground lake. Mm-hmm. Underground lake. How, how big? Uh, well, I mean, approximately 755 million gallons, so pretty fucking big. Size-wise, what would that be? The size of what state? 185 Olympic swimming pools plus Iowa. Really? Yeah. How deep? 39 feet. I don't know why they didn't go to 40, but 39 wow. exactly. Yeah. 39 feet deep. <laughs> it's underground water. Mm-hmm. Underground water. Yeah, and only so many people have access to it. Oprah, yeah. um, uh, 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 Pat Sajak. Yeah, uh, it's an it's extremely selective food. There's a list online. Oprah, Pat Sajak, um, the old uh, uh, one of the old executives at Fox. You know, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's two more people that I, I just can't remember their names, but they're you know, one of the um, one of the uh, Vegas in you know, the Win. You know, Win. Yeah, Win Hotel. Win, Steve. Wynn. He's Steve Win. He's got it. Yeah, he has access. How far down is it? 
How it, well? It's the the depth of the water is thirty nine feet. How, how far? How far down into the earth? Seventy five miles. Seventy five miles. Yep. Wouldn't yep. that be molten at that point? It's warm. The water's very warm. It's very warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard process. When they take it out, they have to cool it off. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But but the piping is is made. It's packed. Uh, the the piping is packed with um, this ice distillate, so it, yeah. it cools as it comes up. Wow. Yeah. People don't know most of the stuff about Los yeah. Angeles. That's the craziest part. Wow. Yeah. Do you know about the the Black Delilah? You probably know who did that, right? The murder. The murder. Who did it? Yeah. Who did it? No, you, I, I thought it, you said you knew stuff. Yeah, no, I'm saying I thought you knew. No, you, you're making it sound I'm like you're privy. You oh, of you course said I know. You know stuff. Of course I know. Who? Well, I mean, should I talk about that kind of stuff on the podcast? I feel like that's a little bit of a. Okay. Uh, Do you really want to know? I'm okay if you, if you say it. You're not going to go snitching or anything. No. Okay. Well, I feel like this is a little unfortunate to admit, but um, it was Ben Affleck. It was Ben Affleck. He killed the Black Dahlia. He cl- he, he mean, killed Delilah. the Black Dahlia. He killed Black Chris Dahlia. That's what you're talking about, right? No, I meant the Black Delilah. And oh. I, I accidentally slipped and said Dahlia, and I oh. know you're sensitive to that. Yeah, I and apologize. I don't really like to talk about that guy. Dude, I know so much stuff about this city. The Hollywood sign? Yeah. It's paper mache. I thought it was origami. No. In, oh. in fact, they tried to fold it multiple times and never and never oh, would do it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's paper mache. Paper mache. Paper mache. All paper mache. You know that used to say something else. It said Hollywood, and then there was another word. Land. No. What did it used to say? Up yours. Honky. Hollywood up yours, honky. Yeah. That's so many yeah. words. It was That's long. So yeah. Big. It ended in Burbank. Yeah. It said wow. Hollywood up yours, honky. Well, you know why Hollywood did that? They put up a sign because they, a lot of people were putting up um, signs on the mountains, Santa Monica, the Santa Monica mountain range. Yeah. People who bought property up there, they would just put a sign up. Like one guy, it just said Mike above one guy's house. Really? Mike. Yeah. He was just letting people know that's because people were like, yeah. there wasn't GPS back then. So you just so you like, a, how do yeah. I get to fucking Mike's house? Mike, you just look for Mike. You can go Whoa. right up to Mike's house really easily. Yeah. Mike was the first guy to start. I think Dan, Steve, Kevin and, and Burl did it. Yeah. And Burl was hard. Burl lives. You mean yeah, Burl lives? Yeah. He was probably the second or third guy to do it. And wow. after all the competition, Hollywood was like enough. Yeah. We're going to tell people the real place to go to, yeah. which is. Hollywood up yours, white honky. Yeah. No, you don't need to say white. <laughs> oh, because it's... Honky means white. Right. Does white mean honky? Yeah. Oh, so they're... So you, you threw in an extra word that you were explaining the word I was word explaining the word the to word. people that didn't know yeah, what it was. Yeah, honky is white. You don't... Yeah. Is, why don't we have an offensive word? It is honky. Is honky offensive to whites? Oh, hell yeah. That's just funny to me. Have you ever heard like two black guys refer to you as a honky? No, but I would laugh very hard if they did. I ha- I've heard it. A black guy's gone, hey, honky. Yeah, it's what do you, weird. What it's do you weird. do? You you realize how that stuff hurts. Does that hurt you? Well, it was it it it's kind of it's like shocking. Like when yeah. someone said that, it, it's kind of like, oh well, because it's just a word, but you know that the connotation with it is it's it's kind of like it's it's like a it's dagger, negative. right? It's like honky and it's like it's like What's the what's the what's the um uh, etymology of honky? Do you know where honky comes from? Yes. Where it, does it come uh, from? it happened back in uh World War II. They had internment camps for albinos and they they rounded them up. Wow. They rounded up the albinos. And they called it honky camp or something? Yeah, they called it hockey camp. And then H- hockey, hockey camp? camp and then the guy who uh 
built the sign, misspelled it, and it said honky. Oh, camp. they were trying to get albinos to play hockey. But they want them to play hockey because you can't see them. They're on, on the ice, the white ice, they're so they're fast. almost like ghosts. And so you just right. see a stick and a puck, and they were great hockey players, honky players. And then so it was just an alliteration, a me- an alliteration mess. Um, but, yeah, there's still a few albinos in the NHL, but you wouldn't know it. They're there, but you couldn't tell? You don't know it. Sometimes yeah. you see you see some of those weird replays and yeah, like how, did that, how did that puck get up in the right corner? What do you believe in miracles? And over in the corner, there's a albino tittering, <laughs> like because he did he did it, you know? Yeah. Know wow, I didn't know that about honky. Yeah, I had that's no where it idea. Came from. Wow, that's incredible. So when someone calls calls say Harlan, you're a honky. Yeah. You're like I don't call me some albino hockey player. That's yeah. not who I really am. Yeah, that's not me. Wow. Cracker is cracker offensive? Cracker's offensive. Yeah, that's aimed at white people, right? That cracker's a white guy. Yeah, especially if your first name's Graham, then it's really then it's really yeah, rude because then you're being called a snack product. Really, that's like unless it's kind of a high end. If it's if your first name is Ritz, it's kind of like Ritz. All right, okay, Ritz cracker. Yeah, Ritz are nice. But Graham's tough. Well, um, Graham is it? Yeah. And if you if they really want to like, they just they cut right to Trisket. Hey Trisket, yo. <laughs> Boom. That's so mean. Yeah. You fibrous loser. Yeah, you fibrous dry. Dry. F- hint of salt. salt. A little bit of salt. Yeah. A pinch Yeast of sea salt. Yeast infection, asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's what we are. Yeah. So it's me. Have you name been calling hurts? Name no calling hurts. No matter how you break it down. Have you been white your whole life? Wet. White. Have you been white your whole life? Uh, no. No. What, you, what were you before? Oh, God. I don't know. If, do we really want to get into that? Yeah. Okay, well, I was, um, I don't know if you've seen that, kids that are born with a lot of hair, they call them werewolf, like Werewolf kids. babies, yeah. yeah. You know those kids like the, in Latvia and yeah. Armenian kids, a lot of them, they have that symptom where they get It's just hair everywhere. Hair. So I was one of those kids and you couldn't see the pigment of my skin. I was just so, so I was oh. very brown and hairy. And, uh, and then I finally, we found a great waxing place in the valley and, uh, we got it cleaned up. You took up. care of it. Yeah. The, the huh. great waxing place called bikinis and curls over on, on uh, oh, and Oxnard. It, that's on Oxnard. Yeah. Yeah. I've been over there. Great. Yeah. Four ninety nine uh, for an hour per hour, and they they cleaned me up in about uh, it says in there it's a big job, probably about five and a half hours. That's a long time. Yeah, a lot of you know, a lot but, of ripping. Uh, yeah, but now I'm white. Right after the fact. Why I don't are we really white or are we kind of pinkish? We're kind of. I'm orange. Yeah, you're you're. Little, I have an orange hue. Orange hue. You're a um. I'm recovering. You know. If you would be a color of a car, if, you, if it was a car name, what would your car name color be? Like you, that's more like a um, probably a facade. Yeah, a facade. Facade. Yeah. Which also, mine would be cactus cooler. This I kind of oh, yeah, look you like are your, cactus cooler. I am a cactus, cactus cooler. Cactus cooler and facade and facade. Which also is the same way. I mean, it's weird to put this in a word, but the car facade is always the, is it's the same. If you could spell out. The sound of a silent popcorn fart in a movie theater. Mm. That's the facade. Facade. Yeah. Facade. So whoever named that car really wasn't thinking it through. Yeah, because that's a silent popcorn fart. That's a silent popcorn fart. Do you ever sound. fart when you're on an airplane? Do you ever fart? Oh, yeah. I Me love too. it. I mean, it's my I favorite it. thing to do. Because no one knows who does it. Who's I raise done my it. hand. Oh, the you do? The moment people turn around, I go like this. 
Oh, you do? I, l- I look right in their eye and I go, mm-hmm. oh, man. I let them know. You know what I like to do? This sounds mean, but if you get a person beside you who when they sit down, they're on their phone. Yeah. Or they're they're like, they're one of these people that are stuffing their bag or they're, you know, they do something that irritates you and you yeah. just go, oh, man, I, I got a fucking roast beef Wellington <laughs> crumble cake slammer ready for you. And then you can let it rip because you can't blame anyone because yeah. you're surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. And everyone looks around. Everyone, everyone goes, looks around. And especially if you go like this and just pretend you're asleep and yeah. you let it go, they never think the sleeping guy did it. I, I actually, I like I said, I not only do I tell people that it was me, occasionally you're I'll... You're proud of it. I, well, occasionally I'll... my One of my favorite things to do, this is a fact, this is real, um, I like to fart on my way to the bathroom. It's so funny to me. Oh, I like yeah. to fart as I'm walking through That's the aisle. That's called crop dusting. Yeah, but not for me. Not for me. It's What's not called it called for you? Lead poisoning? It, it, um, it's called giving it my all. I'm just giving it my all. I let it all out. Yeah. Wow. Because crop dusting is usually light. It's usually yeah. a light sprints. And mine is, uh, I let it ride, baby. You let your red let eye really express itself. I let it go. Yeah. Wow. I drop a bomb on a man. I really do. And then I go to the wow. bathroom and I just wash my hands and I laugh the whole time. I just, I'm looking in the mirror laughing. I don't even wow. have to piss. I just want yeah. to fart the aisle out. Wow, dude. You yeah. are. You are. You got something going on. I got something, man. Yeah. I got something going on. Wow. Power <laughs> slam. We've taken about a thousand different directions on this, which has been been my favorite. Oh, sorry. Should we? No. That's exactly what I like. Oh, you do? But I like how you say sorry as well, as a Canadian. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, sorry so sweet. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry sounds like you actually are sorry. But when I say sorry, it doesn't. it probably doesn't sound like I mean it. Like here, watch. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I mean it? Sorry? Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry. See, if you're sorry, it sounds like you're actually sorry. But I'm What not. do I say? Sorry. You say, hey, oh, I'm sorry. That's the one thing, going back to the voiceover stuff, where they always make me do it over. They make you say sorry? When I say sorry and when I say mom. They go, you have to say mom. Mom. And pasta. They make me say... Pasta. How do you say it? Pasta. 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 I'm eating some delicious pasta. No, you're eating delicious pasta. It's not pasta. It's not past me. It's uh, it's it's asta. It's pasta. It's here. It's asta me. Asta means in front of. I know. But pasta. Pasta in front of. Pasta. I'm eating pasta. Pasta means it's already. It's gone. But just for like the record, can we just say pasta? We have to say pasta. 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 Tortellini is. Tortellini. What is tortellini? It's what pasta. Is, it's pasta. Pasta. Hmm. How do you say say mar, say marinara? Marinara. That's perfect. Now say marinara with pasta. Marinara with pasta. You're close. We're never going to be able to land it. In fact, let's just make. Why is this cartoon Italian? Let's just make it Japanese. How about some sushi? Yeah. Say sushi. Sushi. See, that sounds right. We'll just change the meal that you're eating in that cartoon. That's all I would yeah. do. I would just switch it up. Yeah. I like how Canadians talk, though. I really do. A lot of it has a nice end to it well yeah. everything eh? it's just kind of have there's like an up and out like an yeah, up and out you know some of that can get annoying though. oh no i think it's wonderful yeah out of all the dialects that can get annoying i don't think canadian is one of them yeah i don't think so what's the most annoying one uh like? well the cheapest version people make fun of the south i think that's cheap because people say dumb when they when they do a dumb accent yeah they always go with like a dumb yeah. stupid like oh yeah well dude my fucking da, 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 da. yeah that's cheap to me i think it's funnier when you go to a, a real specific region, you know, yeah. like, um, 
like uh, Michigan, you know? Oh yeah, Michigan. Michigan's close to Canadian, but yeah. not like not not too close, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, a Midwest mom is very funny to me. That that kind of dialect is funny to me. Or like um, Oklahoma's like almost. It's like an almost accent, but not really. Yeah. Southern Missouri all does that too, where you're like. It's, I mean, I don't think I have an accent. That's what they would say. I you mean, don't? That's what they would say. I, I don't think so. Does it sound like I have an accent? You don't. Yeah, see, I just did that. But right now, this is my voice. Do I yeah. have an accent now? No. Well, you probably wish, What right? about now? Do I have an accent now? Yeah, now you do. What is that? What region would that be? Ikea? That's an Ikea. Yeah, that's right. That's aisle four. Uh, but I, I think the southern accent is cute. I find it charming. Uh, sometimes. If like it's if too I'm, southern, if it's I'm like you know down in Mississippi somewhere, and all of a sudden I hear, "Hey boy, give me your wallet." That's cute. It's I find that cute. I find yeah. that charming. Won't you give me? They see they always ask for a kiss. Every guy that robs me, they go, "Won't you give oh, me a really? kiss? Won't you kiss me? Won't you give me a little smooch?" Oh wow! And then I kiss them, and then they're like, "Now give me some cash," and I have to give them money. You should carry a, a little bag of Hershey's Kisses around, and then when they, "Hey boy, give me a kiss," hey boy, give you me just kiss. give them a little chocolatey treat and What if they ask for a smooch? Then what do I do? Uh, Does Hershey's make smooches as well? You could uh, give them Tom Hanks' dog. Isn't his dog's name Hooch? Hooch. I Turner said smooch. Hooch. You said smooch. Great movie. What's your favorite movie? Probably. That's the most broad question ever asked. What's your favorite movie? Oh, man. It's a toss-up between Kevin Costner's Dragonfly. Love it. And Curly Sue. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. Mine's The Notebook. Oh, dude. You love Brian Gosling in the rain. I, do, I actually skip the rain part. That's the one oh. part I don't watch. I watch everything but the rain part. Once it starts raining, I just don't like to see wet people. Oh, you'd hate Rain Man, man. Don't watch that. Okay. Is that about... Is that about it's like about a, a guy, man guy. in the rain. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Then. That's, uh, Dustin Hoffman. He's just damp the whole movie. He's out in the rain. Dusty Hoffman, isn't it? Dustin Hoffman. He's just in the rain and stupid as a he's doorknob. He's Tootsie, right? He wore a... He, he wore a dress. He wore yeah. a dress in Tootsie? Yeah, no, he's, he's Rain Man. You know, that was that was today that Tootsie would get really ripped apart. They would say, here's another white guy taking away a female role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would get fucked for that. Rain Man would get fucked. When you did, hey, I have to ask you. Yes. When you did Dumb and Dumber and you and you were the trooper. Yeah. That was they did. You improv the whole thing. Uh, well, the story is that I it was my first movie. Right. I was going to. Or no, I thought I thought you had done something right before. Didn't you do something right before that? No. That was your very first my movie. My first movie it was Dumb and Dumber. And I was terrified. So when I got on set, I did it exactly according to the script. Did you, know, did you know Jim from Canada I, or no? I didn't. I didn't know him from Canada. I knew him once I got down here. Ah, uh, because so he is he Toronto as well, isn't he? He's, we started at the same club in Toronto. Yeah. What, what was it called? Yuck, yuck yucks. Yuck yeah, yucks. That's yeah. right. Didn't yuck yucks used to make people sign con lifetime contracts or something like that? Or, or they no. Did I think after I left, they started doing. Yeah, they wanted like that. to get. They, they wanted to manage you or, or something. They like wanted. That, to, they didn't want you to work at other clubs. I think was right. the way it was. That's went, what it but, was. But, right. Uh, but so you both started Yucks, and then you came down here. I came down here. He was already gone. I'd never met him till I moved down here. He had left years before I started doing stand-up. Because he, he was moved here 18 or 19 or something? Yeah, I think he moved. Yeah. You came down in your really 20s? I came down when I was in my mid-20s. Yeah, like, tw well, later 20s, probably like 27, 28. Okay. And then your first movie? First movie was Dumb and Dumber, and uh, and so I was terrified. And they they you know I I memorized my bits, and we got out on set and we did about three or four takes where I did it 
right off the script and then uh and then the Farley brothers pulled me over and they said uh harlan do it your way now and i go what do you mean do it my way and they say do it put the harland on it there you go and i just didn't need to hear anything else i went okay and then i we did about five more takes where i just made it up like probably 80 percent. i did the structure of you know sure. pull over let me see your driver's license but everything after like the setup that needed to happen i just went that's good and 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 i just remember like loving it because that's where i feel like i'm in my element and i remember you know, making Jim crack up and making Jeff crack up and making the cast and the crew crack up. And and what was really bizarre about it, and this bled into a lot of my other movies, is, you know, when you improvise in that moment and, you, you know, you're kind of in panic mode. You're just, you're letting your brain take over. Totally. So I'm, I'm following my mouth. I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm just letting my mouth lead me. Right. And so you do it and you forget what you say because you, before you can think about it, you're on to the neck to ask you to do it again and again right. and again. So I don't know that I remembered one word of any, any of the improv stuff. So when I went to see the movie, I was at the premiere, it was at the Cinerama Dome on Sunset Boulevard here. Yeah. And I remember, first of all, being terrified because it was the first time I'd seen myself on a big screen. So I was like going like this, looking through and... And all of a sudden, my scene came up and all these lines that I don't remember doing. And I was just like kind of mortified. And then I remember hearing some laughter. I heard someone laughing right behind me. Wow. So I turned around and it was Richard Pryor in his wheelchair sitting right behind me. Holy and shit. And I went, how does a kid from the suburbs of Toronto end up here and one of the comedy legends is laughing at something I said. Like, it was just, it was so surreal. I thought I was in a dream. It was just very strange. Wow. Yeah. Richard fucking Pryor laughing at you. Yeah. It was, not knowing that you're right there. He didn't know. And it was just, it was just bizarre. I was more terrified than anything. I was just so nervous. And I, I just, I almost couldn't enjoy the moment. I was so freaked out. But all of a sudden you hear people laughing at what you're doing and it's it's magical you know do you ever go do you ever go watch stuff that you're in in the movie theater or no do you typically do that ever or no uh like uh, you do a movie will you go to the movie theater outside of the premiere will you just go and watch uh, it no once the premiere's done i don't go yeah but but if if for some reason i missed the premiere like i i couldn't make it or i you know or or uh, it, it's a movie where maybe I had a smaller part mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they didn't have a premiere. It wasn't a big movie where they had a premiere. I'll go to the theater if I didn't see it. But most of the movies I've been in have had big premieres. And that's one of my favorite parts of doing movies. That's probably the, the, the best part. Yeah, because the premiere, I, I, I never want to see the movie before. Like, they always have cast and crew screenings. Yeah. And I never want to go. I always want to see it in the moment with with the crowd and with the energy and the magic of the red carpet. It's so fun. It's yeah, the that's best cool. part. Yeah. I can't wait to feel that. Yeah, yeah. Are you doing some movies? No, I've done I've done a few different things. And yeah. I, and, uh, but everything I've ever done has been sliced down to almost nothing. Oh, well, don't worry. It'll come. It'll no, it's come. okay. I'm not going to do movies ever. I think I made a decision I don't want to do movies. Oh. I, they made the decision for me, but I'm going to follow suit. I can call a guy if you want. Don't call him. Okay. Call a girl if you got one. I know this guy, Crystalia. Don't! That's my fucking what? enemy. 
Dude, that's it. I was trying to help. That's dude. it. I'm going to call him. I'm going to fucking tell him that we're going to go over there and we're going to fight him. You and I. You owe me a fight with Chris. Why don't you just tell him you want to be in a movie with him? I don't want to be in a fucking movie with him. Wow. See how Remember mad that I just anger got? You're wow. <laughs> you're really... Al Chips is a bad guy. That's why I don't like him, man. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. People just don't know I write all of Chris D'Elia's jokes and that I'm sick of hiding it. Yeah. I read his material. Come out, bro. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Not in this climate. I can't. I can't come wow. out. Wow. So that, but that, that, um, that Dumb and Dumber moment was uh, the most surreal moment you've ever had because you were young too, right? And you still, it stuck with you. It, like that's one of those things that I think because when you're young and you haven't done a lot of stuff, those things even if it's not the coolest thing you've done, it sticks with you more than anything you've ever done. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was just, it was, because, you know, I, I always had a vision that I would do movies. And then when it finally happened and I was finally there and, and it was just, it was just, it's yeah. fucking wild. It was really surreal. Yeah. It was, How old were you when you did that movie? Uh, let's see. I was probably maybe 30 or 31 or something. Yeah. Like I got in late. Like I came down to Hollywood. Like I said, when I was about 28. So it took me a few years just to kind of. I think that's pretty fucking good. Most get, people are still out here struggling hard and they'll be their way till forever. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's a pretty good track run. You come down here and a couple of years later, you're in arguably the <laughs> biggest bet. One of the best comedies of all time. Right? <laughs> yeah, Isn't I that mean, fucking, I, that's, that's why I still, you know, it's, it's only as I get older and I look back at, at, things that I was blessed to do that I, I really realize how how lucky and blessed I've been to do some great things. See, I, I think the second part is right. I think blessed is good, but I don't believe in luck. I've had this conversation. I, I, I don't yeah. like the word luck for me. It's for some reason I think doesn't really exist. I think like yeah, I think luck is uh, I think it's made. I th OK, here's what luck is. Luck is the lottery. It's complete and utter accidental universal uh, happenstance it's it's something that like yeah, you almost true. have zero control over yeah uh your whole career and everything you've ever built is because you've built something so you're blessed to have opportunities but uh, you capitalize on them so you know what i mean it's kind of yeah. like okay that's, that's how i feel that's i think a, a very smart uh man once told me one of my one of my good friends father said that he's because I, I said hey i'm really like my first sitcom i ever got i was eating dinner at their house in northern california and he was like we're really proud of you and i said well i'm I'm just so lucky to fucking do it, you know? And he was like, no, 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 no. He's like, you worked so fucking hard. Yeah, that's true. And that's in any industry is what he was saying. He was like, he know, he's like, I don't know anything about the business, but I know that it's not. The word luck gets tossed around like, well, they got lucky. It's like, mm. that That luck thing happens extremely rarely in our business. Most people, whether you like them or not, uh, probably worked pretty fucking hard to get to where they are in in this game. Yeah. It'd be pretty tough to get. Well, I guess when I say luck, I'm not referring to it in terms of how it touches the work. Yeah. I, I think I refer to it in terms of, oh, I I ended up going to that thing, that party, and I met a guy there that right. I never would have met who said, hey, you want to come to Hollywood? Or you know what I mean? There, I think yeah. there's lucky things, but but Moments. as it comes to the work and applying your energy, and you're right, that's not luck. That's yeah. pure work. That's pure machine driven. Yeah. But I think there's when I say luck, it's I think that's the random things that you can't control through your work. Totally. That, that just but, are. But mostly your work is what steers that ship. But let's say you're steering the ship, and you're like, oh, there's a big clump of seaweed. Let's go around it, and in going around it, you meet someone there by mistake and that affects your 
course. I go right into the seaweed, by the way. You do? I go right to it. You I know wanna... there's baby endangered turtles in that seaweed. That's why I go for it. I'm trying to get some of that caught in my rudders. You I want to I want to get oh, you stuck. Like that. It's like putting hockey cards in your bike mm-hmm. wheels. <laughs> oh, you like that. Okay. Baseball cards here in the United States. Or actually, well, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. We use um, bicycle cards. Oh, Playing cards to put in our bikes. That's what we do. Okay. Okay. It's called bicycle cards for a reason because it goes in your bicycle well, spokes. Okay. You um, guys use hockey cards? We used hockey cards. Yeah. Why would you do that to hockey? Go to nice cards and pictures of men. Well, you just want pictures of men in your wheels. Albino cards. You couldn't see any. It's just like a blank card. We used they still the blank. made the noise. Still made the noise, but there was nothing on them. So those were the ones we put in the spokes. Oh, cool. So we weren't really hurting anybody. You Canadians are interesting. Smart, right? Yeah. But I like it that you put baby sea turtles in your spokes to make the flap, because you probably get the flapping noise and the scream <laughs> of the, of the <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then if you're pedaling on the beach, you probably get the bonus scream of the mother turtle sticking her head out of the water and screaming in mm-hmm. horror as her children's mm-hmm. heads are slapped repeatedly by a metal spike. The spoke. You know what? Uh, you know what makes me hum, dude. God, you're like a pyramid. Mm-hmm. Zika. Zika. Uh. Zika. You sent me a text that said, said Zika. <laughs> and I just send you back a, mos- a mosquito. A mosquito. <laughs> Did you have mosquitoes in Toronto as a kid? Oh, yeah. We had mosquitoes in Chicago. You don't have them here. It's great. There's no mosquitoes here. There are. Mm, pretty rarely. I get them up at my house. You do? Well, because yeah. you're up in the woods. Yeah. You're yeah. up near trees. I'm in the hills. Yeah. I did a... Uh, okay. I'm in the hills. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I did a um, I did a, th- a mosquito thing to the perimeter of oh, okay. my entire neighborhood, so no one here has ever seen a mosquito. Oh, wow. But nobody's al- allowed to leave. They're not allowed to leave this block. I'm sure that that has nothing to do with what you did. I think the reason things don't come into your community is because of that haunted house over on the corner. But that guy is the mosquito farmer for the hills. He's the one that breeds for the hills. He brings them up every night and lets them go up there. You know what's great about living in the hills where I do? Yeah. Every evening at around 5.30, Julie Andrews twirls past my front yard in a dress and sings. Really? Yeah. The Sound of Music. Yeah. She sings The Sound of Music. The hills are alive. She twirls through my front yard and then about almost to the second, about a minute and 10 seconds later, the the 12 Van Trapp children go by. And then about four minutes after that, Nazi soldiers come by. and What are Nazis doing up there? Well, if you watch the movie, you'd know that the Nazis were looking for them at the end. They were hiding those in the grave. Those were Nazis? Yeah, German Nazis. I love those guys. I didn't know they were Nazis. Yeah, so I get her. Mm-hmm. Then I get the middle course and then the Nazis for dessert. They twirl right by oh, the swimming nice. pool along the grass and then off into the neighbor's yard. Do you... Do you, the hills are are alive. Do you know the show Small Wonder? No, I don't. You don't remember that show? Is it? Um, no. It was an old television show. Uh, you remember Alf? Alf, yeah. Yeah. Alf lives literally across the street. Ooh. No, he looks, he, I think then Alf looks like he's probably started AIDS. Is he that? continued it. His brother started okay. it. He doesn't. Who's he, his brother? Uh, Malf. Malf. Yeah, Malf. And Alf. his mother Milf. Milf and his dad Dilf. Yeah, Milf, Dilf, Malf, oh, and Alf. I'd like to meet the Milf. You can't. She'd probably be a good lay. She's probably good, hairy as hell. She's a good. They, well, they tell. They say she's a good stand. She actually has to. They stand up and they have sex. I've never seen them lay down once. Their beds are against the wall. I should get them the number of my waxing guy down in the valley. You should clean them right up. Clean them up. That milf would look hot, bald. <laughs> wow. 
You got a beautiful, sick brain, dude. That's what she's. That's I not what she I said. I didn't even finish it. That's bro. what I said. Yeah. But you right. You don't. You don't assume my gender. So that I like that. Yeah. Are you on the road? Are you doing shows? Uh, a little bit. I'm, I I usually take the summers off, but uh, I got a I got a guy emailed me um, this week to go to Australia to do like ten shows, like ten cities in Australia. You gonna relive that Australia tour? I might go find that club. Yeah, I'll go do the. <laughs> I hope you go back and find the, that fucking the, sex the club. The Australian sex club tour. Isn't take that me funny? with you, please. I want to go. You do would the, go? I just want to go see the Australian sex club with you and play it. You should come with me to Burning Man in two weeks, and they have an orgy tent. I can't. Why? They kicked me out. I'm permanently banned from Burning Man. You went? I lit the man on fire like a day early. Oh, damn. They got so upset. They were yeah, so that, mad. That's not, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you really going to Burning Man? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Let your freak flag fry. Fly. Fry. Yeah. Fry. Fly. Fly or Sky. fry, yeah. But Let it go. they have an orgy room there if you ever decide. Maybe next time I'll go. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll go. If people do want to come see you when, when you go to Australia, when you tour. Oh, that's that's your not even set up yet. Plug but, it. Um, plug your website. What is it? Oh, harlowwilliams.com. Creative. And I've got, uh, I'm going to Vegas uh, in, in September, Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club. I did it. You're going to love it. Yeah, I opened it. I opened oh, you it. did it. Oh, you I opened it first the first weekend. And you're going like, back. And they, they're having me back. And then, uh, and then I'm doing some club up in Rochester, but you can check my website. Check it out, dude. You know what he does. HarlemWilliams.com. I thank you so much for coming. We've thank learned you. a lot about taxidermy, about the lake under Los Angeles, about the sound of music, oh. about cousins. If you want to come up um, tonight at sunset and see Maria twirl across the, the lawn. I don't like the Von Trapp kids. What about the Nazis? Those are my favorite. I will come see them. You want to come for the end? Did they do pictures and autographs? Is there they a meet do, and greet? Yeah, there's the a Nazis? meet and greet. Yeah, I would love to go to a Nazi meet and greet. Okay, great. I'm glad this. We're gonna go beyond this. What we're doing here? Beyond the pale. You are pale. Yeah. Not to, not, not not that much. Look at I got some sun. The name of the show should be Beyond the Pale. Maybe next time. Maybe next time I'll rename it something like that. In the meantime, go to harlemwins.com. You guys can go see this brilliant, brilliant dude who I love very much. Go tell jokes all over the world. Go to andrewsantino.com. I'm not going to be going almost anywhere. Uh, that's not true. In September, I go to JFL Toronto. I go JFL 42 oh, in Toronto. That's my city. I've never done JFL there. I've only done Montreal. You're going to love it, bro. I'm excited. September 19, 2021, I think I'm going to be there doing some shows in Toronto. We'll post about it. We'll let you know. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank this you. This is incredible. This is incredible. Hulk. This is incredible. Hulk. Perfect. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.